0: Hi, i'm marty grisani and this is the marty grisani show as a full-time real estate investor and business owner i have a real fascination of finding the key principles for business success and personal development this show is a reflection of my personal mission to find out what truly makes somebody successful in business and in life we will find tools and tactics that they've used to reach those levels if you're the type of person is not satisfied with average and you have a hunger for learning that will never cease this show is for you welcome to the show The reality is, is that I got to do a hundred of these things, you know, I mean, this is just documenting us, Randy, you know, we're business owners, we're guys that are just trying to figure out, and we are, we're just documenting this journey. And I'll tell you, you know, what's funny, Randy, is that, and guys, I'm going to introduce you guys in a second to this guy, and welcome back to the Marty Grisani show. Okay. I know y'all been waiting for this episode. So it's coming soon. We're going to start, but not yet. I'm going to have this guy introduce himself, and we're going to learn a little bit about him, um, from his own point of view, but I I've, I've done my research on this gentleman. And and right now we're going to be talking, uh, as this is my show. So I get to have people on that. I, I, that inspire me that are doing some really cool things. And at the same time, you know, it's not for everybody. This is my show. Okay, guys. So I get to ask the questions. And if it doesn't pertain to some of you, that's fine. But I was getting to Randy, what I was getting to is that when I do these things, right, when we do these documentations of, you know, whether it's YouTube videos, it's Instagram, it's Facebook, and I know you're very active on social media. Isn't it kind of funny that it's something where whether it works or not, right? Whether there's things that happen and, and and it does work, it's just something that your family or your grandkids or their great, they can go back and be like, dude, Grandpa Randy was the man. And hey guys, this is Randy Sperling. This is an absolute champion. He's a uh... Owner of a number of businesses, but it's uh, he has a cleaning and a, a, a remediation business, on-the-spot cleaning. It it absolutely crushes here in upstate New York. Uh, he's an owner of several properties, investment properties at RNR hundred properties, and he's actually got a really cool business that I want to dive into, which is a uh, Creek and Wood campground, which I thought is just a it, it's such a it's such an interesting business, and I think it's something that's not going to go away. It's going to continue. It's going to get bigger. Uh, these RV and campground parks, and it, it, maybe it's in my own head that it's gonna get bigger just because I've started to enjoy them now as I've gotten older, Randy, but I think it's such a cool business. But before I do that, here's my question to you. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think that people who are in the military and go into being in the military and serve are better off than people who go to college for a business degree. I think there's more people who are more successful business owners, I should say this, that's my question. And I want to know your thoughts. I think there's more successful business owners and I would even say high performers who are in the military than there were people who started in college and then got a business degree. What are your thoughts on that? It's a a long conversation
1: and I have a ton of opinions because I didn't go to college and I did do the military and we did learn a lot of skills um, and also how to overcome a lot of challenges and to see through a plan. Which is everything that what business and real estate takes. So I, I feel like I'll, I don't know that any number of people that I was specifically in the military with are also successful. But the people who I know now are successful definitely have some military background. And again, it could just be because we all we all just get along, so we kind of gravitate towards each other, maybe. Um, but there's a lot of skills there that you can learn from 17 to 23 that put you ahead.
0: Yeah, I I just in my experience, like I just because there's so many people that go to college, right, and get a business degree and then whatever. And maybe, again, I just from what I've been seeing, there's just something with and maybe I should even say maybe it's not successful as much as they're because that could be anything for anybody. But it's more of like the people who started businesses that were ex-military. I just feel like they have. Maybe an upper hand compared to someone who went to college, got a business degree, and then started a business. But
1: there's so there's a little bit of both sides of that fence. Sometimes people go to the military and they like being told what to do, how to do it, and when to show up. And that can be a problem. If you're in your own business, you don't always have the answers, and no one is going to tell you. You have to find those answers yourself. And sometimes military long term, 20, 30 year uh, vets, they're used to it. They're used to being told what to do. And when they leave that scenario, you're stuck. Now, a lot of our – at one point, I owned a heating and cooling company, and out of 11 people, we got about eight uh, vets, like, you know, veteran And um, those guys were great employees. They could work a hard day and do a good job and maintain quality.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And you kind of have that. Experience because you you did it, but you're also it's it's just it's something that is uh, is I, I would like to see a study I'd like to see a study done and uh, and get to it. But yeah, I think that there's there's so many qualities that you, you don't see because of like the the day in day out grind of military compared to uh, college. But anyway, that that's my own thought. I think it's because I probably should have done that because let me ask you this question when you were in high school you know 18 year old let's 17 16 year old randy what kind of uh it, so that actually started much earlier right
1: so we try to just make this brief conversation but um our mother had uh, committed suicide when we were young and we were shipped through some foster cares and then eventually raised by our aunt and grandmother who were ill prepared to raise kids so we did a lot of self-raising and waiting to, to exit. So by 16, 17, I was ready to leave and the military was a great way out. Yeah, so was I likable, friendly and all that? Absolutely, I can get along. Uh, I had a great time with that, but I had no mentor, no skill set, and uh, no leadership ahead of me. And so I really thrived on that in the military. And then now I look back and like I thrive on it now. Business mentors and leaders, state mentors and leaders, um, there's so much information out that we don't know and it's uh
0: bill dude that uh-huh. is I- incredible that you're here right now yeah, I? Uh-huh. that is incredible that you're here right now guys if you were just listening to that the the what he had overcome is just absolutely in it's insane. and super heavy. And I'm just like inspired that you are here. I can't get over that fact that you're here right now because there's so many people that have had that that just that that is going to define them I and that that's that's it. And then it's over. And it's almost. It's like, hey brother, hey sister, you get it, you can, you can understand it, but that's not going to be the best mindset to, that's going to serve you. Like you can say, well, this is what happened to me, and because of that, I'm an alcoholic, and you can go, hey man, I can understand, but that idea, that mindset, I thought that did. Obviously, wasn't going to serve you to get to where you wanted to be. What switched in your head that goes? I'm just going to figure this out and make this happen. I mean, was it was it getting into the military? Was that what kind of woke you up? Or- no, no,
1: it really wasn't. Um, you know, it's funny when I had bought the, a couple of years ago. i had bought and rehab the heating cooling company, and I had brought a business partner on, a very good friend, named David Joplin, and he's he's super military, right? Like he's he's got his. Uh, veteran benefit from the that he received and he's hardcore loves it breathes it i'm a little more shy he'd always say to me what are you shy for you did your part i'm like yeah but i don't look back at things and use those the way that like i would maybe my childhood i'm so used to just packaging things up and forward that uh he helped me bring it out a little bit like hey man be proud you did serve what you do and um so i don't know it, It's a little you gotta be cautious with your audience and the story that you sell yourself on, but you can't hang yourself up on the mess. It literally, I think the trigger for me was I had my first daughter 21 years old, and I wanted more than anything not to fail her or my kids. Like I have four kids. So and I just didn't it was like a click in my head, I'm like, I gotta make sure she can eat. Right. And and now that I'm out of the army and I have a 21-year-old daughter, it's scary. But I'm capable. I can do it. Um, I'm gonna give you a story related to that real fast.
0: Take it. This is. This, I'm, I'm, I am fr- freaking. In, I'm like. I'm tingling, dude. Like you're. Uh, this first five five minutes, dude, is just absolutely insane. I mean, I'm serious. This is unbelievable uh, that you're that you're here. So go ahead. So uh, I'm very
1: cautious to make sure that we never wash away the memory of being poor and struggling with you know, the life that we have now. I use a phrase sometimes, follow us on social media, life is different for us now. It's just the play way of saying that we're very successful, but we're not rubbing it anybody's face. It's just different for us. So during the winter, uh, we traveled our home in Florida for four weeks at Christmas. I've got one of the new My son and I are out, out at night for just a rip, right? just ripping down the road. We pull down an intersection. He's like, Dad, those people are taking pictures. Is it weird that they're looking at us i said no what was weird to me is when i had your sister i was at wagman getting free peanut butter and using a ticket i'm used to people looking at me it feels different and it feels good now
0: and i'm okay with it wow i love that i love that and that and that is a mindset shift that a lot of people can't do. And it's why you're so good at one of the things I want to talk about was, you know, social, social media marketing, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not the easiest thing to do. That's, that's a tough thing to say, Hey, I want to, I'm going to be okay with being putting myself out there, right. But I mean, I think it's probably something that you've always put yourself out there, you've had to put yourself out there in order to make it right. Like you've had to continually put yourself out there. And but one of the things that i thought that was very interesting is and before we get into social media marketing because i know that's it's something that i want to talk to you about i want to go back to something take me back to perkins take take me back to you walk into Perkins. You so you were at another company. You were be, you were very successful there, but you you had this dream of starting this this company, this cleaning company. So take me back to Perkins and why cleaning was something you thought I can do that or hey I can I can take this business on.
1: Yeah. So to me, I, and I didn't want to fail, but I knew that if I could just generate the time and the income, I could do it. So I was willing to leave a job, and I've used this in a couple other business planning clinics. And I did the math. Today's income, I was a project manager that was making X dollars. But today, that'd be $92,000 a year. And I left that job in order to start ground like zero, right? So zero business. But I needed some income. So I went and took a job cooking at Perkins evenings, right? And it was like a $10 an hour job, which today is probably like 12 bucks an hour. It's like not enough. And, um, but it allowed me to just build my business during the day. I would drive my service truck around, park in nicer grocery stores like Wegmans. I would be on the road selling constantly, never door-to-door residential, but just always available for the quotes, that calls that came in, putting myself in real estate group conversations, talk to clubs, all of it before social media was really seeing that, that perception. Um, but Perkins, it was like, I had got an account there. I was a cook there, I got an account there. I was like, man, if I clean one restaurant every Tuesday night of the carpet cleaning, that's more than I would make in a week. So I eventually had to let one of those go. And obviously I went the direction of just getting after everything I in my contract.
0: Oh my God, I love it. I love it. i yeah. it's you know, those are the things that people aren't willing to do. They they aren't willing to go from that eighty, ninety thousand dollar job to then take a gigantic pay cut, but to live the life of their their dreams something that they've always right and that's and I think that's the that's really sad for a lot of people that they're just they're willing to just do it because that's what people around them are doing so I think like you know when you said you put yourself into those different networking positions going into these uh, you know real estate meetups or these business meetups um, y- y- you're very uh, actively doing that constantly is that no, because only- that's insane. So is that something that's, it's, you're giving back at this, at this point, or is it still, I'm still learning every day? Like, where, where are you that, like, why is it so important that I feel like every lunch you have to do it with somebody?
1: Yeah. I really want to make sure that we elevate other businesses. Everyone knows the rule of, oh, you're around the five, right? Like you're around five successful people, you're successful. Uh, A while ago, I came up with a phrase. It's like, if I'm around five successful people, that's great. But this is, this is a radius, right? So I try to meet with five much higher level successful people so I can learn from them. But I feel like it's my obligation to meet with the next five just below me and bring them up. So a lot of times um, we'll just get out there and just try to make sure that we're in other groups. There's no real conversion rate, right? And that conversion rate means if I meet a group for coffee, I'm not expecting to I don't need them to for my duct cleaning. I don't need them to write my. Income. I don't need any. But by helping them, it's just nice. I can get out there and get out and be seen. Help other people be seen. Accelerate their business a little bit by saving them some of the hurdles. It took three, four, and five years to figure out my own.
0: Um, that feels good. It feels good. Yeah, and I think that of course, you know, you you put good out, you're gonna get good back. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, man, you're you're. I, I'm really enjoying this because I think that uh, you are a great coach, uh, huh. really, and and uh, a leader is someone who's done it. I have a lot to ask you because you know, as someone who's pretty new and starting their business and being full time, it's uh, you know, it it's a grind. Let me ask you this: Who are some of the people that, like you said, there's some people that are. You know you surround yourself is there like a business person woman in this area that in- inspires you um or somebody that you know you've gotten close with that you're like man you are just a champion because i think i see these people that yeah. are really doing incredible things and i go wow how are you doing because i'm looking at you i'm like this guy's got you know nine ten employees he's he's always in florida right i know you're working i know you're working but you're still doing you know, you, you still you you were able to figure it out, and it's and it's it's refreshing. And I do these podcasts for people to hear this because this mother this guy was in Perkins flipping burgers, and that's probably another reason why you uh, you really love the the restaurant managers for your for your employees. But we'll get into that in a second. But yeah,
1: you know, that's always
0: fun. But so who are some people that really inspire you locally right here that you've been around that are just like wow, this guy's got it
1: yeah i mean outside of my very close friends in that in that group are like uh again Dave jock and a poverty group right i've got uh Anthony Valerio is a very good friend of mine owns a chimney company we just started a basic water cooking company together um but it's not all business right sometimes it's just other people who just are successful high earners in their jobs and they and they act as if they're independent because they're just so good at what they do and they care about what they do um, but as a mentor goes, I have one very specific mentor um, who I just stopped and saw as I was driving home last week. And they live in the Carolinas. And he's 72 years old, has four locations for his kitchen cabinetry company, 140 employees. And man, um, yeah, I'm telling you, every minute that I have of his time, I respect, I listen, and I make notes. Um, because he's like you, he's like me, he's just older, and he's
0: got a lot to say, and I want to hear. Yeah, right. No, that's, yeah. those. Those are so important. Those guys and girls are so important that are willing to give. Yep. Uh, you got to ask the right questions, and you got to be able to put yourself in those positions. And you don't. It's not. It's not always given. You kind of got to earn it. That people got to see that you're really putting the time in. Yeah. Uh, right, because that's that that makes you want to give more. Um, so it used to be, we
1: used to get a lot of requests for, "Hey, can I pick your brain?" And I had to block them. I had to, I had to cut it out because what I was finding is that most of the people I want to pick your brain, just, mo- just most, in my experience, don't want to put in the world. So I started to say, before you pick my brain, read 10 books, X, Y, Z, listen to at least 50 podcasts. In two years' time, when you're two or three deals in, we'll have a conversation because my, my time is extremely valuable and my conversation level is up here. And I can't talk to you about your very first deal on how to get mortgage approval. That's not my job. And when you say coach, my wife and I have a six-month program coming up to get certified as business coaches. That time is extremely valuable at that point because then it's chargeable. It's a business. So um, I have mapped some friends and stuff and given them a, a good quick half hour and a bunch of information, but nothing they can't find anywhere else for free. I mean, they, they really
0: can get. Yeah. You know, that pick your brain thing is, is really uh, give me the answer. Like, it's like, give me, it's like, give me the answer. Uh, and it's like, it doesn't happen like that. Like, if you have a real specific question on, hey, Randy, I'm starting my cleaning business, and I've gotten three things lined up right now, and I'm looking to hire my first office manager, you know, what's the next step? You can answer that question, but it's, how do I be successful, Randy, is just a question that that's your problem, not mine. You got to figure that out, right? And so I, I, I really appreciate that. Um, You know that's that's one of the things that i thought about when i was when i was researching you is that your mindset and that's something i take so so important to me is is my mindset and one of the things that you said and i don't know where you heard it from but i heard that same thing which is as soon as you get a negative thought, you're like a rabid gardener and you're taking that negative thought out of that garden, your mind, right? And you're putting in a, in a positive thought. What do you do to work on your mindset? What was it? Is it, you know, is it working out? Is it your morning routine? Is it your diet? Like what do you do to develop that reading books? Like what is that? Cause I'm, I'm obsessed with mindset. So it's funny. A lot of the mindset books, I feel like if you have it, you're reading the
1: book as if you already had these ideas and you thought organically they were yours. And then there's a confirmation, like, holy shit, someone else had this idea and look at them at work. So now I'll trust and I'll give myself permission to believe that, Mike. And then there's like, you say chills when we're talking. I just got chills. We have legal pads of notes, my wife and I. Business plans, estate plans, income generation plans. You look back, we were right on the money three, three, four years ago. Because we wrote it down, we followed the plan, we created the plan, we adjusted when we had to, but we didn't give up and we just kept thinking and thinking it could be possible. Um, There's so many examples where we could just be like, we thought that it happened. We say it so much that my employees of my clean restoration company, they'll say, oh yeah, we're this busy, because you said it. Six months ago, you said, this is is what's gonna happen. Um, It's just, mindset is a tricky thing. You have to immediately get those negative thoughts out. You mentioned it. I've said it to a point where I almost, I'm worried if I'm worried that I'm worried. So just cut that right out. You just go bring it in. Um, It's just, it it sounds weird. It is just so easy, but people don't give themselves the permission to believe in that mindset. And then they also want it tomorrow. Well, fuck, it doesn't happen tomorrow.
0: Randy, really quickly, guys, that was insane. That was an aha moment for me, and it may not be for you, but if it was, it was an aha dropping bomb moment, which is you got to give yourself permission to believe, right? So if you believe, you got to give yourself permission. That's really hard for people to do. And I think a lot of it has to do with confidence, Randy. I think it has to do with confidence. Like people, they aren't... I just, I'm, I'm a big believer that confidence is like, you know, you're keeping those promises to yourself. And if you, if you mess that up, it, that makes it, that makes it allowable for you to kind of go back to going, well, I'm just a, I'm, I've always been this way. Right. I hate when people go, well, I've always been this way. This is just who I am. Right. (laughs) What are your thoughts on that? Because I'm sure you have to, you have to talk to these people. You have to talk to your managers. You have to, you have to like really bring this, like, Hey, figure it out. Guys, You you can figure it out. Like, what are your thoughts there? I think the biggest thing is being flexible.
1: Something doesn't go wrong, be flexible and figure out how why and adjust from there. It's instead of saying it went wrong and now I'm going to go down this rabbit hole of negativity, I'm just going to be flexible. Some of the stuff I wrote on those legal pads is garbage. It didn't work out. And that's okay. Right? Um to go back a little bit on the mindset when you allow yourself definition and then when it proves itself. That's the aha moment in your own brain. I mean, your brain is like, that's it, I'm on it. Um, I just like, I want oh, my wife to next master, for example. Like some of our, no, I just, there's so many things in business or family and time and, and real estate that we have just set that goal up and that it's clicked. And you're like, okay, you have to manage it better because the biggest thing is you open up your mind and you make this running with all the things you want. You better be ready to receive it and then respect it and do it well. Is this going to
0: hit you. does this amp you up? Like, does talking about oh, this stuff amp you up out of your mind? It it amps me up out of my effing gourd, and and I'll I'll say this: I think it'd be a no brainer for anyone to use pay whatever that you cost because it's a no brainer for your coaching. And one of the things that I heard that I thought was just absolutely brilliant, and I don't know if this is something you're doing, but you know, you're obviously very successful as your you know the remedial. The, the the cleaning business and there's a lot that goes into cleaning it, you know the carpets the ducts it's it's a full-on service that you offer um, that you can teach them that right but anybody can you know with a with the experience that knows what they're doing that is they can they can kind of teach that it's the business part it's the the mindset part like you were saying in your last podcast with the uh, with whoever it was was that yeah. You know, people can do that part, but it's the mindset. It's like the training. It's the building up of that person that is so important. Because if you can do that, right, if you can do the mindset building, you can really do whatever you you want. You can do any business, any service, any business,
1: anything. That's why it just doesn't make sense to me when people are like, woe is me and I can't. Like, it's not about your product or service. It's about you. you got to move past you. Um, I think in the last podcast, something I wrote down afterwards that I had just kind of come up with in conversation was there is a lot of guys who have a good skill set and they'll be successful accidentally. They're pretty good. so people hire them, right? But to grow or scale, they're not the good on the business side. And that's the part. If you can train them in that, you can scale any business at that point.
0: This might be a negative thing to say, but do you look at some of the people that are in business that are you see that are like on paper having success and go, how the hell are you this success like how the hell are you doing this or is that is that my own limiting belief of like no these these people really put in the time but I, you see these personalities of some of these business owners and you go, how is this working for you I, I sometimes I, I see that yeah, I don't know
1: I don't know that um, I might be more neuro sighted than I should be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm breaking down other businesses too often.
0: <laughs> I used to sell advertising. So maybe it's my own my own uh, getting <clears> punched <throat> in the face from just business owners going, dude, get the hell out of my office. And I'm like, you, did, oh, I, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So, but they're, well,
1: so that would be, that probably fall in the category of like accidental, accidentally being successful. They're good at a trade, they're running, they get enough leads. But it doesn't mean it's small. Well, you it might be 10, 20 people. But if you really want to scale big, you have got to be better than you know, pretty good at your trade.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I really do. I, um, uh, I I think it's still something that with I'm going to go back to mindset because I really I want to dig in here. So when you are because for me my morning routine is critical and it's almost to a point where it, it may also be a negative because I feel like Randy if I don't get certain things in it could ruin my day. Which why. Huh? Why? Why? You don't, you don't so, do that. This is a learning thing for me, because I, I I this is a coaching that, you know, is 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 huge for me. So what are your thoughts on morning routine? What do you what do you what do you, when you said why, what do you mean why? Like don't worry about it or what? Yeah, why? Don't worry about it. It's um it's not
1: as regimented in our household as you would believe, other than just getting my coffee. Like I need my coffee in the morning. Um I know that when I was running yeah. I know that when I was running a lot of service and business and I was involved, there wasn't so much routine as it was time blocking. I had to get up, hit the gym at 5 a.m., get my coffee, be at the warehouse by 7 Like that's time blocking and that could be a routine. And that can throw you off because like if you're stuck and you don't make your workout, then you sort of start thinking like, okay, now I lost my day a little bit. Um, where we operate, we technically don't need an alarm clock. I, I'd like to get a workout in, but I do take priority on some conversations in businesses uh, or business conversations. Um, I'll respect that, right? So like right now, I wouldn't cancel this with you just because my workout was late. I'm okay to cancel my workout. Why? No finish line. There's not a certain day where I worked out enough that I'm the physique I want to be. There's not enough bad meals to worry about. If I have a bad meal, but we had a good time, I'm all right because i make making up Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Right in business, you can make a bad deal or a bad decision. There's no finish line, it's okay. You got three to five more years to
0: correct that, you can go for 30 more. Man, that's good, guys. That is so freaking good, man. And uh, it's you people need to hear this. People need to hear this. This is good. I mean, how many times have you done something that was kind of boneheaded and it ruined your next month? And you're saying, Hey, listen, there's no finish line. Like, let me ask you this do you think it's like you can't fail. I mean, you're gonna go through struggle, but if you quit, you fail. Sure, if you it's when you quit, there's a failure there. But I feel like we're we're constantly in a struggle, but I also see that you look like you're having a pretty good time. You're looking like you're having a pretty good time. Like- We are, we are.
1: So my time blocking is shifted from the daily duties and the daily decisions to, you know, like the higher level thinking, the higher conversations but also a huge shift. for me. Like, we'll talk about it if you want, the RV park and some of our real estate. And when I talk to people about real estate, I tell them, I'm like, you're not replacing, but you're not going to grab this magic that's like, oh my gosh, I have all this passive income. Now I can take all this time. It's never going to be that. Everything you do is work. I have You have to work on your relationship with your, your husband and wife. You have to work on your, your kids. You have to work on yourself. And by myself, what I mean is, setting time to go skiing, paddleboarding, mountain biking, breakfast, lunch with friends. But I find that the more that stuff I do, the more successful I get anyway. Because when I'm skiing by myself for a few hours, the wheels are spinning. And I'm hearing things differently than I would if I was moving $100 an hour. So I try to move slower now and a little bit more intentional. Um, But it really is our, our... time blocking even with our friends i have friends that are not as close anymore because they they don't understand that like they're not in the first five priority and they can't understand it's okay so i'm great at giving you 100 percent of the 20 percent that i'm allowed because i had 20 percent i have so many other things to manage when we have friends that kind of get turned off like hey are we okay i'm like yeah we're totally fine i'm just busy as fuck man like it takes time like it takes a lot to be us um and so we respect our friends that can be real flexible about that. And then you meet us like when we can at set the time, we won't leave you hanging. Uh, but the biggest thing for us is, is the time together, and traveling. My wife and I used to use the phrase years ago that vacation is making money. And again, it's the downtime to hear the conversations that you're having in business and real estate. You meet other successful people who are going to these higher level places that you're going to, and then you're sharing experiences, learning from them.
0: This is awesome, man. I mean, I could really, I want to be cognizant of your time, but I really, could uh, go, I didn't
1: mean I got to cut you short.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I really, cause this could go for, this could go a lot, lot longer because I'm learning a lot and I feel like that's one of the things and I, maybe this was you when you were, you were first starting out kind of like we are, whereas like you needed to feel like you were busy, but you like what you just said, is more of like being intentional about when you do the work, because you're right. I feel like when you can take some time to gather your thoughts, read that business book, you know, listen to that podcast, even though I'm not on the phones, right? Because that's a high part of my job is just getting on the getting on the phone and, and talking to sellers right that's my thing but also i do feel like uh you're attracting deals when you're doing the other stuff you're working on yourself and it's kind of like the opposite of what you think should be working and it's right. not right and I, I i love i love that uh, one of the things before we wrap up i wanted to get into the uh the creek and wood campground so tell me about how this all came about uh
1: quite honestly me and i were um we were searching for an apartment complex or multi-units or mobile home park to purchase. And while she was looking through, it, it just tripped up. Like, you know, 45 units, XYZ. And so we tell people the story. Back then I had a really good, solid gray beard. And, uh, you know, full tattoos. Her and I both have our carry conceal permits. Like, ride down on the motorcycle to go look at this RV park. In five minutes, we're scared. I'm like, this place is dumb. And uh, of course, like you know, she's like, "All right, so we're gonna leave." you. Like, no, no, we're gonna buy. It. Um, but we saw something different there. And I love to pretend I had all the answers ahead of time. I didn't. I learned as I went, but I adjusted and I learned a lot and I learned valuable. One of the coolest things about an RV park versus a mobile home park: the people pulling in with thirty to three hundred thousand dollars rigs—that's extra money. People who live in ten thousand dollar. Mobile well, homes, that's because they're limited income. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're looking as an investor, how to collect your money, it's nice when people have extra. So you, you're you just, we call it your pay before you play. We don't collect we don't monthly. You pay full before you come into the park. We know exactly who we're having, how many we're having, and how much we're making. And it's very, it's another one of those predictable profits. You can just easily itemize that. And it probably took us about two years to figure that out while we were there. We're like, aha, uh aha, that makes sense. But we're never struggling to get paid there. And my wife would say, she was like, if they're furnaces, what is our furnace? So it's different than a home that you would own and leave back. It's different than a multi family that you would own. The maintenance on it, physical grounds and grass, and And if you do it well, which we did in the beginning, we invested heavily in the very beginning, made it a lot
0: easier. Mm And so for you guys, the 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 daily, is it weekly, hourly, like how, how many hours are you spending? Like I know in the beginning it was probably a ton of time,
1: yeah. but
0: now what does that look like so that I can start thinking of that that might be my next thing? Because <laughs> that sounds pretty so last cool. summer?
1: I was there four times. Mm. Ready? I'm gonna tell you right now a very important phrase that relates to any business, or any real estate investment it's always better to take easy money and it sounds crazy it sounds cheap and it sounds lazy it's not we figured at one point we could probably make 18 dollars more revenue we had strs or short-term rentals in half the park but that means someone has to be there to receive these people coming into their campsite someone has to show them how to, hold to electric help them with their awning that's not worth it it's not worth our time right because our time is better spent on the next larger project. Um, so it's easier to take less if it involves you, almost none, you know, um, so it's, it's a weird phrase and it kind of gets weird same say it. it is definitely better
0: makes sense. I mean, in our business, when we're fixing and flipping a house, you may just make more money or I'm sorry, you, you could make more money if you flipped it. But the easy money of just maybe assigning that contract to another flipper, right? Yeah, you flip it, you make 30. But if you assigned it and made a quick 10, you know, Good. in 30 days, and then instead of and six And you can months, do that many more times faster than you can pull the drywall down yourself. Damn, guys. This is Randy Sperling. He's got it. And yeah, you know what he's got? He's got this uh, coaching platform that's going to come out soon. I think that's going to be dynamite. I think that really is. I think you guys, you guys are like the... I don't know what who the couple would be but for uh, for Ontario oh, what's it's what's us? That? there's no one no there really isn't and i think that's probably why there's such a there's such an attraction like a beam and aura to you guys and uh, i mean it was for me i saw what you're doing i love what you guys are doing i really want you back on because i want to dig into a couple more things but again i want to be cognizant of i know randy's got a he's got a 12 o'clock guy so he's he's a busy dude he was actually on the phone beforehand you know talking business so any randy i appreciate you guys coming on thank you so much I really, really appreciate you, you giving us some drop and bomb knowledge. We got it, man. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into the Marty Grasani Show. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, leave us an honest rating and review. If you're on Spotify, make sure you follow us for weekly episodes.